Many will argue that in online casino games there will always be plenty of room for innovation. Innovation is what game development thrives on. Black Pudding Games, formed in 2018, is the melded brainchild of Nathan Howes, Luke Taylor and Dan Nyman, all of whom share a common passion for casino games and look to bring a fresh idiosyncrasy in their productions. Today you'll hear me chat with Luke and Dan about Black Pudding's newest title, Eterna, their upcoming Super Selector scratch card series and what it means to be a truly unique developer in an age where uninspired slot game reskins are in total abundance. If you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. And without further delay, here's episode 14 of The Knowledge. Here's Luke Taylor, a co-founder of Black Pudding Games on his personal history in iGaming and how he and his partners came to set up the company. Well, I've been working in gaming in uh, various roles for about 15 years. Um, and myself and uh, my colleague Nathan Howes, we began working together on uh, various projects as affiliates nearly 10 years ago, would you believe? Um, and we moved from the affiliate space uh, sort of gradually into building and consulting for white label casinos. We We've managed and run a couple of our own. Um, and through that, it was how we met our now colleague, Dan, uh, who was doing some game-related content for us. And uh, we found that we had a, a common interest in uh, game development and design. And we knew that between us, having had uh, some pretty interesting talks, that uh, we had some unique and strong ideas. So it was on that basis that Black Pudding Games was born in 2018 to bring those ideas to life. And here's Dan Neumann, also a co-founder. And um, for my part, I... I... I mean, it started way back for me when I was, I was actually involved in, in broadcasting. That's how sort of involvement with the entertainment industry, as it were. Um, and through strange quirks of fate, it sort of parlayed into involvement in the online gaming industry. Um, so as Luke mentioned, I was not only providing review content to Luke and Nathan, but um, I had also been inventing and licensing online and retail game ideas um, with my previous company, uh, which set up in 2012. Um, about 2017 I found myself in a sort of a bit of a pickle towards the end of that year because it was something due to personal issues and it was, I was just I was just desperately needed to change the scene before I sort of went absolutely mad and luckily serendipity meant I hadn't to you know I, I knew Luke and Nathan were interested in collaborating on something and they wanted to collaborate in a way that I love to do so that became the kind of the catalyst for forming Black Pudding in 2018. In our intro, we touched on innovation. On Black Pudding's website, you'll see that they call themselves purveyors of playful ideas for the casino curious. Based on this, we wanted to know why Black Pudding consider themselves to be so unique. Well, I think we're willing to be mavericks. Um, you know, we, we really do just use gut instinct and we're genuinely, genuinely sincere about doing different. Um, you know, it's, I think the industry can feel a little risk averse when it comes to new ideas, and it can get a bit distracted by data, in my opinion. You know, it's kind of, it's overly focused on what's been a hit, and then try to break it down to some kind of formula that gets rinsed and repeated to death. Um, it just wouldn't make any sense for us to simply churn out content that's already been done very effectively by others before us. I, th I think what the famous screenwriter William Goldman said about the film industry is applicable to the gaming industry too as well. I, I mean, his famous quote is, 
not one person in the entire motion picture field knows for a certainty what's going to work. Every time out, it's a guess, and if you're lucky, an educated one. And I think, you know, black pudding is, you know, what makes us unique is we're definitely trying our luck at making educated guesses as to what might be an interesting game with enduring appeal. The three co-founders are conscious that many young development companies fall into the trap of reskin churn. That is, putting out the same game with the same mechanics but different artwork. From their recent beginnings, Black Pudding have avoided this idea at all costs. We've, we've set our stall up, I think, pretty early on in terms of uh, innovation is what we want to be known for, what we want to build our reputation for, because um, we feel it's what's going to get us noticed and hopefully get people actually playing the games. Um, I mean, we're not under any illusions that we're going to become an overnight success by, by following that particular tenant, but... I genuinely believe, and I think we all do here, that if we continue to push our, our new game mechanics and ideas, and if we can present them in a compelling package that that's, you know, the players can grasp, then it should set us in, in good stead for the future um, and hopefully avoid us, <laughs> as you pointed out, kind of dying that early death by just following the same old, the same old well-trodden path, really. I don't, I don't feel, feel there's any sort of um, any enjoyment to be had from, from doing that, um, and I don't think it would have been particularly fulfilling for any of us to, to do that as well. I think we, we're, we're excited about um, doing new things and, and innovating and doing things that are exciting that people, the players and the you know, platforms haven't seen before. Um, and I think that uh, if we can become known for that, become renowned for that, then you know, we, we can only go on to good things. Yeah, we. I mean, I see, I, I, I kind of, I <laughs> kind of visualise us as, a, we're more like, a, we're, not, we're more like a band than a studio. <laughs> and, you know, what's the point in doing, crappy cover versions we just want to you know we want to <laughs> want to write a hit single yeah. you know well to become a successful band you need the right songs as dan just alluded to enter Eterna, black pudding's latest tune that looks like it might strike the right chord with slots fans the the inspired way of rearranging the three reels was an idea that finton coyle he's the game's co-creator had devised um and i remember going down to see him in london and we sat around his, uh, his his kitchen table with these kind of bits of cardboard uh, wrapped in unusual shapes, and it's kind of like, oh my god, this this is weird, and it's kind of but I liked it, but it, it created the conundrum of how best to turn spins into wins because um, Finton had been exploring traditional pay lines, but I just I just thought that looked a bit messy and confusing. So the idea of the game's orbital pay path became the elegant solution to that. Um, so basically, the orbital reactor engine is around this orbital pay path. And the orbital pay path is a, effectively a single circular pay line, and players are simply looking to see a chain of three or more matching symbols on that circular path to trigger a win. Now, that in itself seemed like a really nice, intuitive rule. Um, but then I also felt adding cascade reactions to initial win would be... You know that's gonna that's got to have some appeal because you think you know the, the enduring appeal of slots like Gonzo's Quest, Da Vinci Diamonds, and Bonanza, it's around that thrilling tension and release of a chain reaction. I think so. It seemed like a, a no-brainer we could add that onto the circular pay path, which became the the reactor part of the orbital reactor. And then it was like, oh, let's let's put a multiplier meter on <laughs> to, to enhance those reactions and. The fact we can make that a circular halo around the array just it just completed this visual look that was just really appealing to us and you know we had a, we had a whole package that was simple 
elegant, really compelling to watch him play. And so, uh, so christening it the orbital reactor was a neat way to brand that mechanism. And, you know, wh what does the engine do? It, it brings all the thrill of any way wins. You've got escalating rewards from chain reactions. Uh, naturally, you've got free spins. And we also were able to, within the array, create this unique bonus feature not being seen before. Plus, and now this is really, really critical to it as well. It always in a format that, you know, from the get-go, we have prioritized that you can, you can play it with one hand in portrait mode. And, you know, we think our turn looks great on a small mobile in portrait mode. And, you know, again, that's part of why we think it, will, it should work. Iterna looks great. And we wanted to know, is that important for Blackboard in games? It's, it's everything, really. It's down to me to, to make sure that we can wrap these amazing game mechanics that, you know, Dan just talked about there. I mean, the, the first time that he describes uh, Iterna to us, just sort of sketching out this orbital array on a, on a whiteboard, um, you know, we, we sort of sat there and looked at each other and realised that we were really onto something. Uh, but... Uh, it was going to be just as important to make sure that we present it in a, in a really sort of crisp and engaging way um, that will really catch the player's eye because otherwise you know, you're wasting what is in effect a, a really fantastic and a unique game mechanic with, with poor quality visuals. Um, but I mean, also just away from my turn, I think with, our, with the scratch cards that uh, we're going to be releasing soon, we're trying to bring a unique sense of humour as well that maybe we don't see in, in other games of this type. Um, and I think we've done this partly because it kind of reflects the people that we are, and I think that's why we're kind of, we work well so well together. You know, we have a lot of fun. I know that's probably something that everyone says in the industry, but we do genuinely have a lot of fun, a real laugh making these games. Um, and I think that's why we're still, you know, we're still so positive and enthusiastic about them because we've had such a good time putting them together. We can't imagine anyone not enjoying playing them. Um, and we think that hope, hopefully then the players will buy into the ethos of, uh, of Black Pudding Games as, as well as the titles that we produce. So who exactly is Iterna for? Is it an entry-level title or is it designed with all players in mind? I mean, we'd like to think Iterna's got this kind of game plan features and appeal. To, you know, it should appeal to a very wide constituency of players. Um, and going back to an earlier point, particularly anyone who wants a slot-style experience that, that just delivers really elegantly in portrait presentation on mobile devices. So I think lots of 5x3 slots, you know, on mobile, you've got to, you've got to go into landscape, and it just doesn't work. Um, you know, we, <clears throat> from the very beginning, we, you know, we, we've, we set up this idea of our tube test, which was like, could we, can, can you play it one-handed on the London Underground while holding on a strap? Um, when, when Nathan and I went to ICE earlier this year, we actually gave that a go. So we was, you know, trapped in, a, trapped in our carriage on the way to the exhibition, you know, in the sweaty armpits and halitosis of other delegates. And we were able to, you know, able to play the pre-release version with one hand. We thought that was, you know, that should have appeal. Um, and I think there's a lovely simplicity to the game as well. I mean, for, for entry-level players, we'd imagine Night Turner's going to be very appealing because... Although its design is, is quirky, it's very easy to understand what's going on. You know, there's only that single pay path to focus on and winds can form anywhere on it. So, you know, there's a beautiful simplicity that can reveal itself in only after a few spins. We wanted to know more about who came up with the concept for Eterna. So the original concept was uh, developed by Dan and, uh, and his friend and collaborator, Dr. Fintan Coyle, who interestingly was the, uh, 
the co-creator of the the weakest link uh, game show. Um, so it's got some uh, it's got some pretty strong sort of breeding, if you like. So um, those two uh, they developed the core of the game concept, as, as Dan sort of talked about earlier. And once we saw it, and again, as I said before, you know, presented to us on that whiteboard, just that real sort of simple outline sketch. Um, you know, both Nathan and I, we knew this was going to be very much a black pudding game because it was such a, a unique and sort of arresting idea that we thought, yeah, we've, we've got to we've really got to run with this. So, um, I mean, in terms of the of the creative process, we we try and do a lot of the design work in house. Um, I mean, we've done a lot of the design for the user interface, all that sort of stuff. We've, we've kept in house as much as possible. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of outsourcing and things like that, we do work with a few trusted partners. Um, and they've produced for us some really excellent design material. Um, I mean, we're very, very fortunate to live and work in Norwich when we've been allowed to, of course, uh, which has got a, a, a reputation as a really creative city. Um, so that's that's been a real plus for us. Um, we do also work with a couple of amazing developers who've helped us with the network integration. And it must be said that it's uh, 1x2 Network, um, who we've got our distribution deal with, have been a, a massive, a tremendous help for us throughout this year. We've been the bane of their life, I think. <laughs> we, we uh, honestly, we've we've been harassing them on a daily basis, and they've, they've been nothing but supportive. Um, so yeah, a big shout out to them would be uh, you know we couldn't have done this without their guidance and support this year. You might remember Luke speaking briefly about Black Pudding scratch cards earlier in the episode. Here's more on their new series. Instant wins is an interesting part of the market, really, and we thought we definitely ought to be having a look at that as well as slots and we also got stuff in the future for table games too. But um, I kind of feel that, you know, scratch cards, it's they're a bit dull really, because you know, you just it doesn't matter about what order you scratch things off. And I kind of what I wanted to do again was to promote the idea that there's there's a proper reason for the player to engage with the thing and make choices and decisions about which panel they scratch off and you know in what order they scratch panels off. So that guy, you know, looking around the market, I realised that nobody had done this. So that's what we do. So there's what's nice about it is if there is a win under those nine panels on the scratch card, um, the faster you reveal it, the bigger the, the bigger the prize you get. So there's a, you're, you're actively engaged in playing the game rather than just hitting the reveal all button. That's the kind of thing that black pudding's about. We try, let's make these games rather spectator sports. Get players to interact. You know, have fun. Have fun, and so that is the super selector scratch card engine. And then it was over to like how how do we clothe this now to have some fun with it? Yeah, I mean, sort of fall squarely into my lap. And in, and in terms of how we've presented the mechanism that Dan's describes, um, I knew that this was a chance for us to inject some humour and some personality into the games, as well as the, the playability that, that Dan's described. Um, I mean, on that sort of note, we wanted to set our stall out and, and demonstrate the kind of products that we wanted to be known for. Um, you know, really unique game mechanics wrapped in a presentation layer that can amuse people as well as engage. Um, and I think once people get their hands on, on the scratch cards, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll certainly be le left in no doubt as to the kind of people that uh, produce them. So um, I think, we've, been, <laughs> I think we've, we've certainly achieved that. We ask all game devs that we interview the same question. What are the three key ingredients for a quality online casino game? It starts with maths. Because um, this, this is to the game like a script is to a film. And like in filmmaking, they say it's always script first. You know, the maths is the DNA of the game. Um, it all, 
It defines the beats in the gameplay, uh, the dynamics of tension and release, and all of that is fundamental to winning the player's interest and long-term loyalty. Um, if the maths model underpinning the game is weak and lacks imagination, everything else, frankly, is just polishing a turd. Um, so, but, so once you've got the maths sorted, the ne next thing I'd say is what I call coherence, um, by which I mean the clarity and logical flow of the game's rules. Um, you've got to ask yourself, is the game relatively intuitive to understand after a few rounds of play? Um, so I think it's a good discipline to assume that the majority of online players, uh, and e even in the retail space, they don't study the game rules of a new game. So they just, you know, they just give it a few rounds of play, you know, a few spins on a slot or a few, a few scratches of the scratch card, and you know, and see if it makes sense to them. So I'm a big fan of you apply the kiss principle, you know, that thing of you know, keep it simple, stupid. It's that seems to be a really, really wise tenet in shooting for like an evergreen casino game. You know, it also helps make a game intuitive if it, it behaves in a way that's coherent with other games in the genre. So, so finally, the, I think the third thing is then you move to production values. And that's where you kind of look to considering the sound, the graphics, the animations, the user interface design, all, all this stuff that will actually enhance the experience of playing the game itself. You know, sometimes I, I feel too many new online casino releases, they, they over-prioritise this aspect. And it can lead to, you know, great-looking games, but they rapidly lose player interest as they're just, you know, they're just, they're just tarting up an old hat mechanism. You know, st style over content isn't the recipe for an enduring online casino game, in my opinion. Um, and, you know, Black Pudding Games Credo is very much skewed to finding new ideas that, you know, could, could be tomorrow's breakout hits. The last question of our interview and today's episode was simple. What's next? Well, um, as we mentioned before, we've got um, the Super Selector Scratch Cards, three of them, that we're hoping to uh, to get out there into the wild before the end of the year. Um, so we're really excited about those. Um, and then beyond that, we've got um, a second type of, of the Orbital Reactor engine, which we hope, again, before the end of the year, but maybe uh, start of next year, and then beyond that, I mean, we've got a, a, a smorgasbord of ideas, um, <laughs> which were um, we're sort of it's a case of prioritising which ones to, to sort of work on. Really, we've got a we do have a third type in the works for the Orbital Reactor series, and then beyond that, we're working on a couple of uh, couple of other really interesting uh, game mechanics um, that we hope to to start pushing into uh, into the marketplace towards the middle uh, of, uh, of next year so all systems go really it's just going to be a case of uh, seeing what we get out there seeing what works and uh, and yeah just kind of adjusting our approach accordingly a massive thank you to luke and dan from black pudding games for appearing on today's episode of the knowledge podcast to talk about their newest title eterna if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to The Knowledge on Spotify, iTunes and SoundCloud. And make sure to follow gambling.com on Twitter at gambling underscore com for updates on the podcast. Thanks again for listening. I'm Richard Delaney for gambling.com and we'll see you in the next episode of The Knowledge. You've been listening to The Knowledge Podcast, brought to you by gambling.com. To hear new episodes as soon as they're released, make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify and SoundCloud. Simply search for The Knowledge on your preferred platform. To keep up to date with all things gambling, make sure to follow gambling.com on Twitter at gambling underscore com.